You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated CEO Podcast. I am so excited for today's guest because she is just one of my favorite people ever and just such a ray of light and I adore her and I can't wait for this conversation today because we're really talking about how networking is such a powerful catalyst in business growth, getting in the room. And Christina, you are just the guru of this. You, I adore everything about you and I'm really looking forward to this today. So with that being said, I would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. Tell us more who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yes. Well, Amy, right back at you. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone speaks so highly of you and and the community that you've built. So no doubt that um, you're also doing huge things in terms of of growing your network and and impact. Um, I am Christina Bartold. I am the CEO of The Social Snippet. We are a social media and podcasting agency. And so we work with almost 70 entrepreneurs and small businesses to help them grow online, whether that be in the social media space or the podcasting space. Um, But ultimately, I'm super passionate about helping people build community online and offline. And so um, apart from the social snip, but we've also started this brand of Canadian events called High Vibe Women, which is where we bring together entrepreneurial women. Um, But really the key to our growth, I've only been in this business for two and a half years. And the key to this growth has really been about that level of investing in ourselves and getting in the room. And that doesn't necessarily mean like massive mass, right? It has, but it doesn't always mean massive masterminds that are, you know, $30,000. But sometimes it's about that free room, that chamber of commerce, that connection call, and really being able to leverage some of those relationships to be able to grow your business and, and be in service to those people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I think we don't put enough emphasis on relationship capital, how truly valuable that is. And getting in the room is really a key way to growing your network, growing your reach, growing your impact. So how have you found some of these different networking rooms, different rooms that you're like, okay, this would be a good room for me to get into in order to align myself with those that are where I want to be or those that could potentially make an introduction. How have you gone about that process? Yeah. So for me, it started really basically. I was listening to a podcast. It was Chris Harder's podcast. And um, he was running his like last round of Fast Foundations online. And I felt really called to do that. And so that was the first big mastermind that we had kind of invested in. And when I say big, I think at that time, it might have been like 
maybe 3,500 bucks. It was like an online program. And I remember feeling so stretched by that at that season of our business. We'd only been in business like, you know, four or five months. And I didn't pay myself that month so that we could do this. And I was so excited about it. I was like, this is going to be awesome. And when I got into that room like online, um, so, you know, silver room, um, whether that's like, and this is why I think it's really important to just like caveat this is because people, I think, when they think about investing, they think about these massive investments and they don't have to be right. And so if you join an online community, like whatever, it was really about like leveraging the relationships that were in there and not taking that for granted. A lot of people just pay and then they don't pay attention. Right. And they're, you know, they think that there's going to be some kind of transformation from just the the transaction. Sometimes there can be uh, within you, but the network transaction comes from putting in the work. And so for us, it was a lot of connection calls, but we provided a lot of free value to people. And so what we would do is we would reach out to people in the, in the group. I think there were 130 people and we posted in there being like, Hey, we're here. We're so excited. And, um, we'd love to give you a free social media audit. And so people would come on these 30 minute calls and we would get to know their business. We'd give them an audit and then at the end, we'd be like, thank you so much. Love to connect with you on Instagram. We'd connect with them on Instagram and we would never pitch. Never. Unless they would ask. So sometimes they'd ask about our services. They'd ask for a package. They'd ask to connect. But there was never any pitching kind of involved. And really, we came at it from service. And so that was kind of our hack at the beginning was just kind of like, and really, it also wasn't about getting clients. It was about us learning what people needed, right? Like, we got a lot of information from people about, about their Instagrams, about their their social, about how they sell online. And we were able to use that for our messaging, using that for the way that we wanted to sell, realizing who we wanted to work with, who we didn't want to work with. Anyway, I told you before we got on here, I can be long-winded and this is a prime example, but really like what I'm trying to get at is that I think the, what we did was just find somebody or mentor that we felt really aligned with. And then we went into that community and we just served and every single investment we've ever made in our business has paid back like at least probably tenfold. Um, that investment I'm thinking of in particular, like much more than 10 and, but it was just from showing up and serving and doing it without an agenda. Yeah, no, that's such a good point because when you seek to serve and not sell, the sales follow. Mm. They follow because you've built that relationship. Totally. You know, it's we forget that in order to sell, we need to have that no like and trust factor, especially in the online space because yes, there's a million people out there doing the exact same thing as we are. But that's proof. That's proof that it is possible to achieve the results that we desire. But there's no one out there doing it in our unique way, really building those foundations of, you know, just that attitude of service is so, so key. And then it just, to me, it feels aligned because I'm just yes. literally seeking to serve. I have no hidden agenda other than I am here to help you. And like you were saying, like you use that feedback that you were getting that right there is gold in your content, in your marketing, because that's what allows you to get into your ideal client's head, that you're understanding exactly what they're going through and meeting them right where they are. Messaging is so, so key in our businesses. And a lot of times we're always searching like, okay, well, there must be some hidden secret within the next course I'm buying or within this or within that group. And nobody's telling me this secret. Well, no, it's as simple as that. It's just listening, building those relationships and really seeking to serve, not to sell. 
Yes, totally. And actually I had a really interesting conversation with somebody yesterday on my podcast and uh, which you were just on, which was a great episode as well. Um, and yeah, so we had a great conversation, but one of the things he said, which was so interesting was he used to run a gym and he was like, when I ran a gym, and someone came in, I would ask them what their needs were on the front end. And they would say, oh, I love cardio. I love uh, like Zumba. I love whatever it is. And he would start there with them, regardless of how inconvenient it was in the gym. That is where he would start. And so I think it's the same with an online business. It's that you meet people. And if you come at it, like, and we see this on, especially LinkedIn's as like a prime example of this, like where people are like harassing you on there and they're like, yes. I'm a lead gen expert. I'm a this, I'm a that. And it's like, I'm never going to buy from you that way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do that, but if I meet someone and I have a really good conversation with them and like Maria and I, our whole tagline has always been, we're always like, we're normal and people like us. And I don't mean that to be like cocky, but it's like, we just come into a room and we're like, what do you need? You need that? Like, let me make that connection. Like whatever we want in our business, we reflect back. And so I think that that's important because like when people are so like scarce and they're holding on to this and they're messaging people constantly and like they're doing these like weird sales things like those things don't work and we know that so why don't you just lean into serving into relationship and I promise it'll pay back I love that because we're normal <laughs> but it's true yeah. like you're human and that's what builds yeah. that connection when you're just showing up as a human because I get the same thing on LinkedIn. I get those pitches time after time after time. Yeah, and it's like borderline harassment at some time, at some points. But it's like, can we just be normal, be a human? Because I don't know, is that cold pitching actually working? Because I'm like you, I would never ever buy from someone that just randomly cold pitched me that I know nothing about. I'm going to buy from someone mm -hmm. that that I know, that I can trust on that human level, that that shows up, that gets me, not that's, you know, spamming me multiple times a day trying to sell me on their course or service. And, you know, I even get podcast pitches on LinkedIn where it's like, have you even taken the time to listen to the yeah. podcast? Because what you're pitching me does not align at all with what I'm doing. Do you find that too? Oh my God. My favorite thing ever is people pitch me on social media all the time. I got yeah. a, a message from someone and they were like, do you need social media management? And I'm like, no, do you, do you need social media management? Like, are you asking me because you need it? Like, it's interesting. Like, I think it's, it's funny. I had this conversation with somebody once because they had said to me that they wanted to teach me how to cold pitch because my business has been 100% referral based. Yeah. So referral based or like social and which is incredible. But like, even when I, and when I say referral based, like just to give people an idea, like right now I'm probably sitting on seven or eight referrals. So that is like something I'm very proud of and excited about, but I also probably give seven or eight referrals a week. Mm -hmm. So it is really that like equal energy exchange of like, if you want something in your business, people will refer you, especially if you, they feel like you're referring them. So you want to make sure your referral partners are people you trust and who are actually good at what they do. But I'm really big on trying to like amplify my people and, and find solutions for the problems that people are coming to me with. But someone recently told me that they wanted to teach me how to cold pitch. And I, for, I entertained it. I, I did because I was kind of like, this would be interesting. I travel so much right now. Like, wouldn't it be interesting to just email a few people? Like, that'd be kind of fun. And uh, he was telling me about, but, but I was like, I had a mental block. I was like, I would never buy from a cold pitch. So why would somebody else? And he basically was like, you're more savvy than the average bear online. But there's people out there that aren't and will buy from cold. 
But my thought is, is as a, like an, a business owner in integrity is that like, let's not prey on the people that don't know how to do it. And let's just take the time to build some of these relationships. And honestly, these relationships I have from that very first mastermind I did two and a half years ago, that business, that still pays me back now. Yeah. Like I still get referrals from that time. So I think just like really pouring in, it's going to go way faster than any of these other methods. Yeah, absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. I mean, I, I really always take a, a time out in my business quarterly to reflect back and look at, okay, what's working, what's not working. What do we need to change, yeah. adapt, you know, adjust. And for me, this year has really come down to relationships, retention, and referrals. It's being mm. a human. It's seeking to serve. It's having those referral partners because at the end of the day, I'm not going to have the solution that everyone needs and that's okay. I cannot specialize yeah. in everything. I don't have the bandwidth to be a specialist in everything. I don't want to be a specialist in everything, but what I can do is provide the solution in order to best serve my clients. So if they need help with their copy, okay, I know exactly who to send you to. If they need help with social media, hey, here's the names of two or three awesome social media managers, you know, get into their worlds, learn about them, see who feels yeah. aligned for you, you know, to really just totally seeing to really give them the best experience. I feel like that comes back at me. It's that law of recipro reciprocity. I can never say that word. I don't know what it is. It's one of those like no, blocked totally. words in my mind, but <laughs> yeah, because we've helped someone, then we're staying top of mind with them. And then they're more likely to refer to us when they have a client that has that same issue. What have been some of your strategies in order to build some of those relationships with your referral partners? Mm-hmm. So there is uh, this like school of thought, I think around this like 10% referral bonus that people give each other. And I do have some referral partners that have built businesses like that and mm -hmm. um, expect that from me and I do it. So I just want to be very transparent yeah. that there are people I pay to give referrals uh, or take referrals from. Um, there are also more people I would say that we just have a, a reciprocal relationship. Yeah. where it's like, I give you referrals, you give me referrals. I have a friend, actually, they, they do ads. And every week he's like, Christina, you're our VP of sales. Like when's your like VP of sales invoice coming in? And I'm like, no, you guys send me clients today. They sent me a client. Like, you know, but I don't want that level of kind of, um, I don't want to say pressure, but just like pressure. But I know, like, I know people that that's how they make their money is like just referral partnerships and, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I think it's just about really like building out something that feels good on both ends. I think if you're somebody that's always giving referrals and not getting a lot of referrals, like asking yourself, like how you can be clearer about your messaging and stuff too, because sometimes I think people just don't know what we do always in, in fulsome. Like I often find like people will ask me questions like, do you know somebody who can edit my podcast? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. me, me like my, my team <laughs> and then it's like so funny but it's because we have, as the social snippet like we've just been social media to so many people in their brains but we've been doing podcasting like probably half as long right so it's just it's really I think about like kind of finessing some of those messaging those messaging pieces the other thing I was going to say too Amy about something you just said in, in, in relation is that Often when we see people who are doing the same thing as us, especially when we enter a room or we enter a community, there's like this initial rub of like, oh, and I can think of this very clearly when I joined Fast Foundations, the second round I did in person, 
they um the, there were a lot of social media people in that room like a lot and all of which have become close friends one of them of the social media people stopped doing social media and then gave us all their clients and we give them all of our ads work like it was like there was a lot of of synergy and connection and opportunity one of the people the other social media people wanted a podcast there have been referrals made both ways to both of these people where it's been like i don't want to work with that person because of this and why don't you work with them like so i think there's a lot of potential in, in those power partnerships. And you're so right, because I do think that it's just proof, right? It's just proof that people need what you're offering. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in competition when we should just be celebrating collaboration. Yeah, yeah, truly. And, you know, it's primal. You think about it, scarcity in our brain is primal. We're built for survival. Yeah. But once you realize that and acknowledge it and realize that these can be your biggest allies on the journey because they get what you're going through as industry trends change, as businesses pivot. Like we need to be linking arms with one another because there's plenty to go around for everyone. And when you realize that you're getting into that scarcity mindset, that's key. But, you know, circling way back to the beginning that it all comes down to getting in the room, to stretching yourself outside of your, your familiar little bubble, because we all do it. We get stuck in our ways. We do the same things. We go on, you know, habit and routine, but really getting in the room, you don't know who you're going to connect with. And I think a lot of times it's not even just getting in the room. It's okay. Who are you connecting with in the room that's then able to connect you with someone else as well? I can't tell you how many times looking back at this year, because I've stretched myself and gotten in the room, I've made some really cool connections because they're like, hey, I know someone that I need to introduce you to. And I've done the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing. I know someone that you need to connect with. And I've made that connection for them. And it's led to some really cool things. And I don't know, to me, like, I love being a people connector. It's just so much fun providing people with the resources that are those little missing pieces, that there's just that little extra piece they need, that little void that's filled. And because I connected them, because I got in the room, it's led to some great things. And I've had that happen to me as well. And it's just really, really mm -hmm. cool being in the room. It's mm -hmm. just a different feeling. It's a different energy. And I just, I really feel like people just come at it from a, a place of abundance they really come at it as okay like let's help each other yeah especially the right room like and yes. i will say that's the other thing too is trying to figure out what room to be in it can be challenging and that's why like with even my own business investments like i have been pitched by coaches where i'm like this is not for me yeah i have made investments that haven't been for me mm -hmm. because and i think looking at like okay, who serves you? Who serves your mission? Like one of the things I always tell people when choosing a mentor is do they do things the way you would want them done? Yeah. So if you are like thinking about someone and someone makes you all these promises, but they don't do it in a way that feels like an integrity for you, then that's not someone you're going to want to learn from. My very first business coach, like my very first one told me that the way to grow our business was to message. So add 100 new people on Facebook every day and message each one directly. That was so out of alignment for me, like as someone who's so relationship centric. So it just, it was never something I was going to do. And I knew that's how she did it. So I shouldn't have never made that investment. It was a huge mistake, but I learned a ton. 
And so I think that that's sometimes part of it is like, is, is figuring what rooms you want to be in, what you don't want to be in and making the best of every opportunity. Like if you've already invested in something and it doesn't feel aligned being like, okay, what can I get from this? What relationships can I get from this? Maybe I'm not aligned with the mentor, but I'm aligned with the people. Um, like it, it's all about kind of figuring, figuring that out. And I think again, like what you want in your business, you have to create. So if you don't see the room that you want to exist, this was our issue here in Canada. Like I'm going to Arizona like once a month. Like, why? Like, I, I love Arizona. I love America. I love everything you guys are doing. We have amazing people here in Canada too. And there just weren't spaces for us to get together and connect. And now I'm creating these spaces and Americans are coming to these events and I'm so proud, right? Like, and that's awesome, right? So I think it's like about figuring out what room to be in and really just like trying to capture the most that you can from it. Oh, I love that because it is, it's a process and it evolves as you evolve as a business owner. A lot of times the rooms you're mm -hmm. in day one aren't going to be the rooms you're in, you know, a year from now, two years from now, but just finding no. the best room for you and just trying it out because you can change, you can evolve. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with my clients, I straight up tell them, I am not going to be your coach forever. I should not be your coach forever. Like my job is to get you to the next level. And when you are at that level, like you may need a different strategy. Maybe you need to add in ads. And that's something that, I don't do. I don't excel with in my business. I like the organic growth. I have focused on that and been very successful using that method. But when you do get to a certain level, it's like, okay, there's different tactics that we need to add in. So I think that, yeah, just Absolutely. embracing those rooms that you are in, even if you figure out, okay, this isn't an aligned room anymore. And that's okay. If you can get something out of it, I love that. Like, okay, well, maybe you've outgrown the mentor, but maybe the people within the room, you know, build yeah. relationships, get something out of it. I think that that is such great advice. Oh, love it. Yeah. And I was in a room one time where I was in a room one time where like, I knew I'd outgrown the mentor really early on. Like yeah. I was like, oh, this probably wasn't my investment. It was okay. They were great. It wasn't bad, but I just focused on connecting with everybody. And I just did connection calls and I grew my network. I got a ton of clients from it. It was awesome. And it, that was awesome. Like it was a great experience. So I think it's like really trying to figure out what you need and um, also not being afraid to outgrow rooms. Often yeah. we buy memberships or communities and we, we, and if there's a mentor that's trying to hang on to you for life, like that's probably a red flag in some, some yeah. capacity, but really just like being able to say like, oh, this isn't my room anymore. And that's okay. And I need a new network. And I did that this year and it's worked out great. Yeah, exactly. Don't be afraid to do it. This is your business. You get to choose. I think we get in our heads yes. a lot of times and are so worried about hurting someone's feelings. And at the end of the day, you need to stay in alignment with what feels good to you because that's what's going to create a sustainable business. When you feel in such alignment with the decisions you're making and you're making decisions for where you're going, that's where you get this massive growth. So get in the room, build those relationships, and just be a human. Christina, you dropped so many amazing <laughs> mic drop moments throughout this episode. I just love talking to you. How can our listeners get into your world, learn more about you, all of the things you have going on? Oh, that's so kind. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have to get a shirt made that says um, we're normal and people like us. That'll probably have to be a sweater. Yes, um, I'll, I'll let you know when the merch one. drops. But... Okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. So thank you for seeing me. Thank you so much for having me. I love being in your world. I think this won't be the last time that we definitely connect because I think there's lots of things we can jam out on. Um, but everyone can connect with me on Instagram. That's where I'm best um, at Christina.Bartold. I spell my name with a K um, or at the social snippet. And I'd love to hear what resonates with you. You know, maybe some of your experiences building community um, and just like a reminder, if you don't see the space, create it for yourself. So, um, but I love, I love being here and, and thank you so much. Amazing. And you also have a podcast. Tell us about that. Oh, this yeah. Awesome. I'm the worst at this. <laughs> it's so funny, Amy. I'm, I'm the worst at promoting myself. And this is what I mean. It's why Amy. I can't sell to people. Like, I'm like, couldn't even do it if I tried. I couldn't even, I couldn't get you on a half an hour connection and, and sell you if I tried. Um, yeah, we have 70 clients. But uh, yeah, so I have an, a podcast that I love. It's called Build Your Digital Community. And it's all about community building online and offline. And I get to interview amazing experts like Amy and also kind of chat through how to grow um, your social and, and grow your in-person network. And um, so, yes, I would love to see you over there. I have a fabulous episode with Amy. And also, um, yeah, if you're ever looking for some information or there's anything that I could jam out with on the podcast, I'm always looking for feedback because I know people have got questions and I love answering them. I love it. Christina, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be here today and to provide so much value to our listeners. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. I'm like so grateful that you had me and I can't wait to see what's next. Yes. And until next time, embody your inner CEO. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 